Hey, I know it's late, but can you talk? Two in the Morning is an original podcast where we unabashedly explore the questions that are keeping all of us up at night. Me, Mia Brabham, and my best friend, Michael Galfetti, are two 20-somethings who've been coming together for eight years with hilarious, sometimes deep, and always honest, infinitely dimensional questions about life. Now, we're doing it with all of you. Each week, we'll both prepare a question, something we've been thinking about all week, all month, maybe even all year, and we'll talk through it. We've learned that it's not always about the answers, but sometimes just about the comfort of conversation. News? Not exactly. Therapy? Maybe. Entertainment? On accident. It's two in the morning, and it's time to talk. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Two in the Morning Podcast with Michael and Mia. Michael, I'm going to dive right in today. I have a very, very important personal question for you. Okay, go ahead. Are you a scooper or a mixer? That sounds wrong. (laughs) I reject it. (laughs) Without me telling you what exactly that even means, just guess. Um... I don't know. Scoop sounds more sanitary. (laughs) Like if I'm doing something, I want to have a tool and I'm choosing the scooper tool. (laughs) I can't stop laughing. Okay. What is this about? (laughs) I think I made this up, but maybe it was already a pre-existing argument. But I've noticed that there's two ways to eat. You're either a scooper or a mixer, right? And so my prime example is a Chipotle bowl. Not sponsored, by the way. They should sponsor us. Um, I do really still enjoy Chipotle. (laughs) Sometimes you really just need a fresh-ass bowl. Um, so good, and it's so big. It's so filling. You have to get guac. If you don't get guac, waste of time. (laughs) I'm going to go right after this. Um, But so when you scoop, it's like you – it's almost like a cake, right? Like every area looks so pretty that you literally just dig in. Mm-hmm. and you like just scoop until it's all gone right but then when you're a mixer you get your bowl and you like shake it up and then you just eat it all with a fork and it doesn't matter how it looks so oh, which one are you i'm definitely a mixer actually oh god i'm sorry i what do you like olives too i, I do like <laughs> oh olives. My that makes a lot of sense is this a personality <laughs> test? I feel like it I'm is the me a personality test. Those are the markers. But I mean, I still love you, I guess. So, <laughs> wow, I didn't realize we had such stark differences between us. Um, I do not like olives, and I am a scooper because you want it to be pretty. I want, I need the hot sauce and the guac and like the cheese to all be together, <laughs> and the cheese doesn't melt fully because it's got the cold, like the ordering. I. <laughs> Yeah, you have to mix it. See, for me, I don't know if it's about it being aesthetically pleasing, Mm -hmm. but it's more about like the feeling. I guess it is aesthetically pleasing. It's about the feeling of like scooping it until it's done. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just very satisfying to me. I also am not a big fan of using – this is weird. I'm not a big fan of using spoons to eat. So do you not like soups either? Or do you eat that with a fork? Hold on. There's, back, <laughs> there's background noise. Oh, I hear it. I think it's literally coming from an airplane flying over. It sounds like like I heard a man's voice say, I'm in Washington, D.C. What the hell? How'd you hear that? Microphone is crazy. <laughs> do you think we're, we're picking up radio frequency from the aliens we invited on the show last season? <laughs> 
I'm undoing what I just said. I know you're scared, but I want it. I want them. How could it be worse than the humans we've got? Like Michael, Michael, literally stop. My grandfather fought in Vietnam, and he told me that he was visited by the aliens. And he, I believe him. (laughs) And I'm scared because if they visited him, I like, I'm like, please don't come for me. Space is bound to be dope. I would learn so much up there. Ooh, I mean, it's awful here, but I don't want to know if it's better or awful there. I'm fine knowing what I know. Oh my um, gosh. Just the silence and the, the the me time I would have up there. Oh my God. <laughs> with your space water? Mm, yum. <laughs> eat it. Are you going to eat it with a fork? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, uh, this has been a hoot already. I'm so excited for our questions. It's scary out there, but it is way less scary together. It's two in the morning. And the mothership is landing. (laughs) (laughs) That was perfect. Okay, my question's a little weird, and to be honest, I haven't really explored it for myself, Um, but we're going to do that today. So, very short and simple, is the subconscious right, or is it wrong? Wow. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Okay, so this is amazing. I've been trying, um, ever since I asked you about, like, what's divine, I've been looking into different modalities spiritualities teachings Mm. thinkings etc um and i'm i'm like leaning into astrology to see like what that does for me or how you know just i don't know something to do something to believe in maybe we'll see Mm -hmm. um so i've been doing that but also i want to like explore my dreams more but the hard part is i do not ever really remember my dreams unless they're of a certain nature (laughs) wow that's a gift you probably sleep so well at night (laughs) (laughs) um i do sleep pretty well you know i i got my like routine and habit down i'm like in bed sleepy time tea reading it it puts me out (laughs) i need to okay i need to look more into this but if you come across this information please let me know how do I turn off my dreams? I actually want to stop having such vivid dreams um, mm. because I'm shaken all the time. Like I have really visual, meaningful dreams. And sometimes I'm like, I just don't want these. Take them away. That's um, cool though. I mean, like I feel I'm worried. I'm like, am I not creative? Like why, why am I not <laughs> dreaming more? Like, it you can do anything in a dream like i want to use that i want to like fly on the wings of eagles and go to the <laughs> beach and like i want to do some cool stuff in my dreams why not right i, I just visualized you flying on the wings of an eagle and i want to frame it <laughs> <laughs> get ready for christmas next year it's coming straight to your doorstep um but yeah i mean i guess you're right but i mean my dreams are never cool like that it's not i'm not a lucid dreamer i think there's maybe once or twice in my life where i told myself to stop dreaming or I was like I'm in a dream I can do whatever I want Um, that's what's wrong with me I always know I'm dreaming see that's that see that's so cool to me to me it's just my subconscious playing out really odd scenes and it's like usually like if I'm lying to myself telling myself I'm not upset with someone I'll start having dreams about them Mm -hmm. um and they're really weird um or sometimes when I'm not mad at someone at all I'll have dreams and I'm fighting with them 
And then yeah. I'm like, why did I have that dream? And it's so funny you talk about spirituality and the divine too, because I have always felt like I'm I'm a very spiritual person. I'm a non-denominational Christian. And I sometimes feel like dreams are God's way of talking to me sometimes. But with mm-hmm. that being said, I also feel like sometimes it's the devil like putting really odd ideas in my head um, based on like subconscious and stuff. But then sometimes like I was talking to my therapist about this and she's like, girl, she was like, dreams are literally just our subconscious playing out. So then this made me start thinking about it. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, shit, these weird dreams I'm having are, is something wrong? Like, does this mean I need to address this area of my life? It's yeah. so is the subconscious right or wrong? Like, are those just like, or maybe do I they think, have the right to be right or wrong? Yeah, you know? I can answer this. I think they are right. Like, you can't argue with whatever is going on in your dreams or, like, in the background. Like, that's coming from somewhere. It's inspired by something. It Like, matter, energy, etc. can't, like, generate itself. It, like, comes from somewhere. Um, and so, yeah, these are definitely messages. These are, like, things that you need to reckon with i think it would be maybe more convenient easy to say you know they're wrong i don't have to listen to them um but i i i'm more interested in saying they're right they're telling me something Mm. and seeing what comes out of that oh my gosh that's so scary because if they're right does that mean like you need to act on the emotion i don't know i don't know about that (laughs) that's what it's like whoa like they may be valid but is it (laughs) important to listen or dissect i'm such a reflective person in general but sometimes i have dreams and i'm like i don't even want to touch that i don't want to know what's going on in my head like that's too much but um it's so interesting about dreaming have you ever experienced um sleep paralysis before what's that that's like when really like it's worse than a nightmare because it's it feels like you're awake um and it's like these really, I mean, I can't give you like the clinical scientific description. I think I watched a horror movie about this. <laughs> but it's really scary and these weird figures will come to you and you and you can't move. So you yeah. can't wake up and you're like. Have you experienced this? I have. Oh my I have gosh. And it, was, it was probably the scariest thing that's ever happened to me. And I pray all the time it never happens again. It was awful. And I don't yeah. know how people deal with it on a daily basis. It was really scary. And this is the scariest thing, Michael, when it ended. There was no like me waking up. I was already awake. I swear to you. It was like everything just faded. Oh it was my so, gosh. I didn't upset upon my worst enemy. It was real I was shaken because and then I was scared for like months to go to sleep. It was terrifying. Anyways, don't know how we got to this really deep. No, this is therapy a, this... movie. I'll say it again. Um, <laughs> isn't it wild? We're starting a murder mystery podcast now. <laughs> um, true crime. Yeah. This is <laughs> we love getting in on that true crime um <laughs> trend. Um, wow, that was an incredible story. Thank you for sharing it. Um, and I, I believe that, I mean, like I, my grandma definitely like believes that she has been visited by like ghosts, angels, demons, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my mom has had experiences as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, you know, I think it's up to us to kind of decide how we want to view the world. I think it's more interesting to think of these as quote unquote, like real um, 
because if you're not, it's something you experienced and you're like, that wasn't real, but you mm -hmm. experienced it. And then where does that line, like <laughs> what yeah. else in your life are you like experiencing <laughs> that you're just like, that wasn't real? <laughs> are dreams real or fake? And it's so funny because I was actually talking to um, our mutual friend and her grandfather unfortunately passed a few weeks ago and she was telling me she had a dream about him and she was like, it was so good to see him. Aww. But like, I know it wasn't real. And I was like, but it was real. Yeah. She's like, you know, like that's, I think that's amazing. And she's like, no, I think it's my brain wanting to see him. And I thought that was interesting to have that conversation with her about that too. Um, like our dreams real or fake. Was that really him or was it not, you know, super interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I really like <laughs> y'all, if you're listening to this, <laughs> like <laughs> these people cut. are nuts. <laughs> Give us another chance. I, swear. I regret this immediately. <laughs> I swear we're not crazy. <laughs> I just think the world is more interesting if you lean in to, to the spooky. <laughs> in. We should have a paranormal episode. Is it Halloween yet? <laughs> oh my gosh. Halloween up. <laughs> um, all right. After this break, Michael, I can't wait to hear your question. Everyone, tonight is the night. Me and I are hosting an crazy spring break event it's gonna be wild there's gonna be games there's gonna be margaritas if you bring them um we're of course talking about our online night of fun our club outing once a quarter so come join us tonight on your best spring break apparel and we're gonna have fun <laughs> This event is free for our Patreon subscribers and $10 for those of you who have yet to sign up. Check out social media for more details. We can't wait to see you there. Everybody, we are back with season two, better than ever. But you know one thing that hasn't changed? We're still using Anchor. She is so fun. She's free. She's easy to use. You can record, edit, collaborate, and distribute all of your podcasts through her. So, you know, when you got a good thing going, <laughs> you don't give it up. If you're thinking about making a podcast, I know some of you are. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Okay, and we're back, Michael. I'm very excited. What's your question? Okay, I didn't realize this was, this is very like in the theme. We didn't plan this beforehand, <laughs> oh, <God. but laughs> and we can switch it up. We can switch it up. But um, <laughs> I wanted to ask you, what's your biggest fear? And maybe it's sleep paralysis. So I'm just like, <laughs> did we cover that? <laughs> the way my mouth dropped. I feel like there's different types of fears, right? There's like more physical traditional fears and then there's like the biggest fear for your life um wait explain that more i think that there's like i said the traditional fears or phobias so like spiders snakes like rats mm. <laughs> heights um spaces so claustrophobia um my biggest like weird fear that i deal with every day speaking of claustrophobia i actually just found out that i'm like a strain of claustrophobic because I'm not scared of like, like when I'm in the car, I'm not weird. When I'm in the closet, I'm not weird. Um, but it's more situations where I, I don't have a choice. So that's why I really struggle with public transportation. Cause you know how like the Metro will stop or like, if it breaks down, you're in a tunnel that freaks me out. Every time I step in an elevator, I'm slightly panicking because it could stop and I have absolutely no control. 
I used to love roller coasters. I kind of get freaked out on roller coasters too because I've been stuck on one and it was like the scariest thing that really um, tripped me out. So that's like a weird fear I have, right? Like a more traditional fear. Then there's like more fears for your life, right? Like you're scared you won't accomplish something. You're scared that you'll come off a certain way to certain people. Like you want to be liked, something like that. I think for the for the more philosophical fear, I mean, I think I have many of those as an anxious person, but I think um, one that I'm... St- struggling with currently um and that I think a lot of people or maybe they don't some people probably just don't have this bone in their body but I have a fear that I never really felt before that I'm unlikable and I think it's a fear that stems from the Frexodus and Mm -hmm. wondering if it's me like I am always constantly wondering like is it my fault is Mm -hmm. it my fault is it my fault other than just being like yeah you know it could have been both of us or if it wasn't my fault you know that's fine too or if it was my fault it is what it is. Like I just struggle. I don't think on a basic scale of being unlikable, of like wanting people in the street to like me, but really just feeling like, um, like, is there something wrong with me? Like Mindy Kaling said, why is everybody hanging out without me? Like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm, but I also think that's mm-hmm. FOMO from like moving around a lot and um, from social media does that to all of us, I think. So that yeah. is a big fear I have for my life currently. How are you like overcoming or coping with it? Um... I I think you really do sometimes have to treat yourself like a child and tell yourself that's not true. Um, Or if that's not working, you say, and what if it is true? Yeah. And then you go from there. And then you, (laughs) yeah. And then you just deal with it. Interesting. Self-talk is really helpful. What about you? What's your biggest fear and how have you worked to overcome it? Yeah, I don't, I have like small kind of physical fears but it's mainly just like a lack of confidence it's not so much like a fear like I'm not scared of going upside down but I'm like worried that my arms won't support me if I try to do a headstand you know like (laughs) um so there's yeah there's that like I'm not very like I'm not gonna like jump down like a flight of stairs like I'm careful and I'm like (laughs) every time I go down a flight of stairs I'm like scared I'm going to fall so I'm careful (laughs) when's the last time you did a (laughs) backflip never I don't do like (laughs) even in I'll be like in a yoga class and like I don't know. I do a lot of yoga. I'm like fairly strong, but like I don't do any of the hard poses because I'm like, what if I fall? <laughs> I'm the scared of falling. I'm fairly strong. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I don't know if that's a fear or if that's just like something in my head. I don't know. That's what fears are. Anyways, um, so there's that as far as like on the physical side, but like I can do like snakes, spiders, rats, bugs, um, all of the creepy crawly things. I'll get a little scared if I'm like at home alone at night. I just make sure everything's locked up. And like if I hear a sound, oh. <laughs> um, I don't. <laughs> I had a lot of fears as a kid. I used to be scared of the toilet. I thought that like someone was hiding like in the toilet and I had to like look at the little thin tube that actually connects the sewer system to everything else. I must have seen it in a movie and been like, oh my gosh, like the bad guys are in the sewer. (laughs) Um, And I had, I did have bad Mm. dreams as a kid. Um, 
and they were recurrent of the same one. So that was like scary. Um, but in my normal, like everyday life, I'm like not really scared. Um, and I like am able bodied and like go on runs at night and like wow. I'm not really scared and stuff like Imagine, that. Imagine, ladies. Just, yeah, a privilege. <laughs> a privilege. <laughs> but on the philosophical fear side yeah the fear that i'm not going to accomplish everything that i want to or um i think that's not the biggest one for me it's actually that i'm gonna be alone Mm. such a big big fear um you mean romantically yeah i mean i think one kind of leads to the other that's interesting so I, if you don't have a life partner, um, what does that look like? Like moving forward, like would I move in with a friend and we would live together or like I would live alone, but I would have like people nearby. Like I think our generation is really going to redefine like singlehood and singleness. Um, but there aren't a lot of like great examples. Um, I met, I was, um, working in England on a farm for a week and I met this woman who like didn't marry didn't have any kids and she lived like in a community actually in like one big like 19th century manor house with a ton of other people and I thought that was a great example but yeah I mean like yeah am I gonna move into a commune (laughs) like what (laughs) I don't know what that looks like I don't know what um like it's gonna look like for people but I know that a lot of people are gonna like couple up and partner up and do the kind of like more traditional um like have kids and just that's gonna be their lives and there's gonna be a phase where like I'm not doing that maybe um yeah so I think that it's I'm not I've been thinking through and like working through it and being like okay what if that is the truth it's kind of what you said earlier where you have to like talk to yourself like a child and you say what if that is true you know and come up with like well I would like there are advantages you know I wouldn't have a kid I wouldn't be throwing all that money away (laughs) 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 I would do vacations I would like have just more energy and like ability to do other things because I wouldn't be tied down by a child um and you know I can develop some kind of you know maybe I do live with a friend or two close friends my like entire life and I'm never actually really alone or you know we all live in the same place or we have like shared property together or I don't know there's so many different ideas that kind of inspire me and keep me from that fear but deep 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 down (laughs) she's still there (laughs) two things one move in with me and Dan I know that's probably unappealing. Like, it must be a third wheel, but really, it could just be all three of us. <laughs> it's fine. And then the listeners are probably like, this is getting really weird, i.e. season one. <laughs> but um, <laughs> don't judge. The second don't thing judge. is, and what if it's true? I'm just kidding. And the second thing is, um, I kind of know how you feel about it, but is this you know, a life partner, kids, is this something that you do want and you're afraid you won't get it? Or is it just like, I pretty much decided I want to be alone, but I still fear for what that looks like. Yeah. I think it's the latter. Um, cause I did, I, I had a, like somewhat of a life partner. We dated for four years. We lived together. We had an animal. Like, I feel like I did a 
that. <laughs> um, and I'm not, I'm open to kind of doing that again, but um, yeah, I don't know. It was a, like a, that special unique time of my life has kind of ended and I'm in a, a new different time. And there's like tons of years in between. I'm probably going to like listen back to this when I'm 40 and have a child in a house and I'm doing what everyone else does and be like, wow. <laughs> But see, I love that too because to me, that's like this whole thought process and your feelings towards it are very healthy. I mean, who am I to tell you it's healthy or unhealthy? But I really do admire that because I think, like, when you're single, right? It's like you can want like a life partner and kids, but then it's like, and I felt this way because I've always wanted that for myself. And when I was single, it was like a fine balance of I want that for my life, but preparing myself in my head if I never get it because I'm never going to settle for the wrong person, you know, you have, you have to cope with that and be like, but if I am single, but there is a very dangerous line of being like, I want that. And you want it so badly that you'll like take anything. And yeah, I think it's very good to kind of in this way, be like open, like you're being and being like, maybe I do want that. But right now I don't have a contender. <laughs> and I'm okay with like the fact that I might be alone, but I'll never actually be alone. I'll have friends. I'll have a community. Exactly. Um, I'll have the freedom <laughs> to travel, <laughs> to not buy diapers, which are very expensive. I'm not looking forward to it. It's <laughs> to me. You but, really um, are. <laughs> yeah. That's very, I love that. Thank you for sharing. Oh, <laughs> anytime. <laughs> Thank you for listening to me. And like, I feel like we don't talk about, like fear is a really big motivating factor in life. Oof. You know, you like you just said, like, it will inspire you to like get with the wrong guy or girl or in between like they them um and so i just like we have to confront and like face our fears but also they're like motivating and driving us you know like uh, it's so everything is so connected like it's thinking yeah. about like why are you ambitious oh because you like have things you want to because you're scared that you know you might not achieve everything you want <laughs> yeah you're right it's like you can befriend just like time just like I don't know anything you can befriend fear like it doesn't have to be a bad thing you just mm -hmm. have to have a healthy relationship with it and ask yes and if that's true what am I going to do about it and if you know also yeah. say it hasn't happened yet <laughs> like why are you freaking out like it's okay you have to you really do have to treat fear like a little baby or like a kid or like a toddler um because that that is the thing if it gets too big like my mom is so big on this i'm just dropping gems from monies all the time on the show but she tells me you have to stop it while it's small because when it's too big it's too hard to manage it doesn't mean it's true but mm -hmm. it feels more true when it gets bigger so you have to be careful about how you manage fear and this I was a really great reflection on that. I feel like this is the most vulnerable we've been. We're always vulnerable, but I feel like we've been very vulnerable this episode. And I really like that. Yeah. I mean, I really, really loved what you just said. Like being in a healthy relationship with fear. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. Everything's a relationship. Whether it's, you know, symbolic or romantic or um, fraternal or. I like uh, that. Like yeah. how am I in relation to X, Y, Z? Yeah. Like the relation to my pillow. I need a new pillow. By the way, if Me anyone too. has any recommendations, wait. I've not been sleeping well speaking of dreams and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I also want new pillows. Mine have been around the block. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's let's write those sponsorships up. Hello? Venus? Girl, we're right here. <laughs> Uh, all right, sleepyheads, hit us up with your favorite pillows. Um, also, tell us what your, your deepest, darkest fears. 
fine. They go together. <laughs> they really do. We love you guys. Yes, let us know all of those things, and we'll see you next episode. Hi, sleepyheads. It's Mia. I cannot thank you enough, and we, the royal we, um, for all the nice things you guys have said in the comments on social media, in the reviews, which is so amazing to see that you all take time to leave these reviews on Apple Podcasts, which genuinely means a lot to me. Like, I don't think I, I can express how much that means that you took time to do that and you used your best words for us. Um, it just is a total treat. So, in honor of that, and to really thank you publicly to air it out air out our love we're just gonna read a few that we really love so here it goes okay i can't begin to tell you how excited i am to read this one it's titled this podcast is a sprinkle donut which makes me very happy by loud mick soam i hope i said that right in a bagel world this podcast is a sprinkle donut i'm weeping on the inside. Mia and Michael are not only hilarious, but honest and real. Thank you. They're not making a podcast because they think they're better than everyone. They made a podcast because they're relatable and just like us. It's the content we need. I can't wait for the first season and many, many more. MM. Oh my gosh. I think we both know who this is. And if it is who we think it is, we love you. And if not, we still love you. Bye. Thank you so much for staying up with us. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to join the Two in the Morning Club. Rate it five stars, or if you're feeling really nice, leave us a review and share this episode with just one person you know. This podcast is made possible because of you and your support. If you haven't already, join our sleepover on patreon.com slash two in the morning podcast for just $5 a month. You'll get exclusive, early, and free access to all of our live events and discussions, journal prompts, behind-the-scenes activity, and welcome merch mail straight to you. You can catch me in between episodes on Twitter and Instagram at SpaghettiGalfetti with one T. And you can keep up with me on Twitter at HotMessMia and Instagram at YoursTrulyMia. Thanks for hanging out with us. Now get some beauty sleep, and we'll see you next Sunday. Two in the Morning is a podcast produced by Jamila White and Bia Kasanga. Music by Brian Kim. Cover art by Madeline Younger. Subscribe for new episodes every Sunday. Sweet dreams.